talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co-host. Oh. I thought you were going to say it. Uh, Jesse Sandoval, what's up, guys? Oh, when was the last time I said it? <laughs> uh, you've, been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been away too long. What's your sweater say? Uh, it says Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. So you've uh, been in Seattle for a couple weeks. I've had to um, get Jake and Clayton Stevens on to fill in for you. Uh, did you enjoy your trip? I did. I did so. Yeah, it was, it was a good time out there. Um, Seattle's lovely. Um, but man, it's freezing cold out there. I went to the Mariners game too. And yeah, right. dude, it was cold. Yeah. But we have a guest today. Oh, do we? The Burbank Parks and Recreation Winter League Gray Division Basketball Champion, Jake Barnes. How are you doing, my friend? Just won a title yesterday, fresh off a championship. I'm feeling great. Uh, like everybody else right now, watching this Lakers Wolves joint, this is crazy. Uh, cinema, you know what I'm saying? So, we're out of the play in, so I'm carefree, man. I'm living, I feel good. Yeah, it does feel good, right? So, yeah, we're watching the Laker Minnesota game. It's going to, it's about to go into the fourth quarter in about a minute. Uh, so it will be our, our takes. If we do make a take on this game, it will probably be dated by the time our podcast actually drops, but uh. Let's talk. Let's talk some Clippers. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting month of March, but that's in the past now. I guess we could look forward. What's everyone's general thoughts going into the playoffs this year? Let's let's start with Jake. Dude, you know what? I'm under the impression that PG is going to come back, and um, like, first of all, you guys are seeing what this Laker game is having right now secure your spot in the playoffs and don't play to lose like that is number one like we're after what happened to us last year like i'm good off that you know what i'm saying like we we can't afford to go through a playing scenario and i'm happy that we finally secured our spot and we're going to the playoffs and i'll be in phoenix you know what i'm saying so i'm excited yeah let's 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 start with the paul george thing since you brought it up uh so there's been some updates this week. Uh, like uh, I forgot who dropped one recently. Uh, I forgot who dropped it, but it was just basically like there's no timetable on his return. Was that uh was that Chris Haynes or Woj or Shams? I don't know. Yeah, Shams. It was Shams. Yeah. Was so Shams. The, so so there's no time. There there was there's no timetable on his return. Then. Uh, an announcement came out that like Paul George was going to announce on his podcast like an update on his injury, and he basically just said he's feeling good, but that was when he was wearing the brace. <laughs> and then there's an Instagram story that comes out, uh, from I believe his wife's account that he's not wearing the brace, which I'm pretty sure you could have a messed up knee and not wear a brace at all times. <laughs> so I I don't know if that's uh decent uh footage to go off of but uh then there was like i don't know what the doctor's name but there's a doctor who posted on twitter today it was like 
well, Paul George could, based on his injury, could come back by like, I don't know, three game three or four or so. Like, okay, that sounds good. And then Shams has been, I think he said, he said it like every day for last week saying like Clippers need to get past the first round for Paul George to come back. So I, I said this on the last pod to clean, like being a Clipper fan, our baseline is always skeptical. It's always pessimistic. That's our foundation. Like we, so like the Clippers have given us no reason based on history to believe that he can come back, I guess. But now we're going to go into Hopeville and see where, where, where we lie. So Jesse, where do you, where do you stand on if Paul George could possibly either come back for the sun series, come back for the second round, come back at all. Where are you at? <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. I didn't so, want to cough in the mic. I, 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 I was like trying to like mute myself several times. I don't want to cough into it, but, uh, I, I wanted to make it easier for you to edit, edit that gap out. No, um, no, no, the, the funny part is that we're going to probably keep some of it in. I'm not going to do the whole gap. But but I was like, you know what? Like half, halfway through, I was like, no, I'll take care of this in, in post-pro. But then I was like, you know what? No, this is good. This is, this, this, is, <laughs> this is what the forum was missing. I've had guests. They're very professional. They're straight to the point. Jesse comes on, and it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's like you treat this like it's a hobby. And I love it. So, so... <laughs> Um, how do I feel about the situation? If am I optimistic? Um, I think if he does come, it would have to be in the middle of the series. I don't think it's going to be in the beginning. Um, just because you're working out without the brace doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be okay for like full contact. Um, and I'm pretty sure they'll be cautious with them. Um, seeing if they want to run it back again next next season, they don't want any excuses for him starting late. So I don't, I feel like they'll be cautious about it, just like they always have been. So I think earliest middle of the Sun Series. Um, with that being said, I still think we have a shot against the Suns without Paul George. I think we have more depth. Uh, I think. Kawhi is going in pretty hot into this into the series. He's been playing really well. Uh, Westbrook has been playing really well going into the series so far, and so far it looks like we're meshing pretty well. Uh, besides that, uh, Mason Plumlee and uh, Bones. Uh, Side note on that: when I first saw that, I was like, you know what, Plumlee's not coming back next year, man. Because I think I think us <laughs> and the entire fan base is behind Bones. Like, yeah, no. Bones could do no wrong right now. Like, yeah, actually, no. yeah. My my the only thing that came through my head was we we had someone said that Westbrook's a knucklehead and uh and, <laughs> and, and lo and behold it's Mason Plumlee and Bones getting in the fight. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I like a shot. I think I think we still have a good chance even without Paul George. It'll yeah, be tough. I think we have a chance too. I I feel like if we go one one in Phoenix, I think Paul George is definitely coming back. Like, he's not going to miss out on this. Like, they might try to dance with the devil and see, like, well, can we get another win maybe before Paul George comes back? I, I just had deja vu right now with uh, Kawhi, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, this is... Dude, okay, so... Walk with me here. If if Clippers are... I'm in, holding I, your hand. I'm holding your hand. Hold right my now, hand. So hold my hand over Zoom. Uh, if, the, if, if we're narratively speaking... 
for the Clippers to to win this to win this championship. To do it in a season where we play the Suns in the first round, who we lost to the playoffs two years ago. To then we'd have probably had to beat the Nuggets, who I don't know, uh, beat us in the bubble, right? Then in the Western Conference Finals, I don't know who would be playing at that point, but it could just be the Warriors, who just, you know, has been a thorn in our side for an entire decade, maybe. Maybe it's the Lakers. Maybe it's just the Grizzlies. Who cares? But at least the first two rounds, going against the two teams that have not decided the playoffs the last two times. And then on top of it, we're waiting on a superstar to come back from an injury, and we feel like we need to keep advancing for that superstar to come back. It sounds a lot like last year. Like, so narratively speaking, with everything going on, it seems like the perfect story for the Clippers to make a run here. Will they win a championship? I don't know. The the story's there. Obviously, you could take this receipt, hit me up next week when we're doing the pods, and then be like, oh, you know, we're down 0-4, we lost. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but this is setting up, I think if Paul, if we're 1-1, one one, Paul George comes back. Maybe for game three or game four. If we go down 0-2, I think the Clippers might try to uh, see if they can win a game in L.A. And if we go down 0-3, then Paul George is not coming back. I think that's I think that's kind of like where we're at. If we're down 0-3, I don't think they would risk it. Um, mm-hmm. But if we still game, if we're if it's 1-2 or 2-1, I, I think Paul George is at least coming back for game four for sure. Hmm. But I say we go to Phoenix, still two games. Let let Kawhi just and then let Paul George come back for the second round if he wants to. Like Kawhi's like, I got this. Me and Bones Highland and Russell Westbrook, we got this. Jake, I I, I would love that. Um, bro, I'm really under the impression that PG is coming back. I am like for certain. Like you said, all situational though. Obviously, like who's gonna come back every down? Oh three, right? <laughs> like it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. We still won in Phoenix. I think it's like, I think it's a hundred percent on the table. Like, if we, bro, I, I'm just so excited for playoff basketball, especially for our team. You know, like after the BS season that we've had and we've had to put up with, it's the least that we could get. At least some games with some high stakes. You know. Yeah, you're about to see uh four games of us getting beat by twenty. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get to the Suns. You know what I'm saying? Like that charming schedule that they played with KD and those games that they won. I give them their credit because they won the games. They could have lost all of them, you know. And right. I think my main thing here though is they're not. How can I say this, bro? I just saw Kevin Durant get swept last playoff. Yeah. Like I just saw it. Like. And hit, not even that swept with sh- bad shooting percentages. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. not just on the surface. We saw it happen. He lo- he got blown out at home one game, I believe. Like I- I'm not I'm not for certain that we're completely cooked. Like I I think the series really relies on Norman Powell. If you re- if I'm keeping it really you know frank, like Kawhi is gonna do Kawhi and. Everybody else, I I mean, we shouldn't even expect this of Russ. Russ is a minimum guy, but Russ is gonna do Russ. It's up to Norm, I think. Yeah, like if we're if we're like I'll I'll try to visualize this for an audio pod. So 
bear with me here. But if we were to look at like the pyramid scheme of talent on both teams, right? You would probably put Kawhi on top of ours, and then I guess we would put Kevin Durant on top of the Suns. I guess you could make it debatable that it's supposed to be Devin Booker, but right. So you start with those two on top. It's Kawhi versus Kevin Durant, and you could consider that an even evenish matchup, right? You could even make the case Kawhi's had a better year than Durant has, right? So then you go down to the two best players following that, right? And the two best players following that for the Suns would be Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I don't think DeAndre Ains in that category, right? So it's those two for the Suns. For the Suns, yeah. I got I got um, DeAndre Ain over Chris Paul, even though that's like probably not okay. popular. You know, you, you're probably right. Like Chris Paul, because I'm, I'm about to have a take that not that maybe only Clipper fans are going to agree with. <laughs> so. On our end, it would be Paul George, but he's not there, right? So it's Russell Westbrook and Norman Powell, right? And if you were to compare Russell Westbrook and Norman Powell to Chris Paul and Devin Booker, or you could put DeAndre in there if you want, it obviously their their talent, their top three talents pro, is better than our top three talent, right? But you can make the argument that Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul, even though they play two different games, they both play the same position. At this point in their careers, they're not one's probably better than the other. You you can make mm-hmm. that 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 might be spicy. That might be hot. No, I don't think so. I think I think you're hitting on it now. Honestly, they're both so, old, <laughs> right? And uh, the the front court, the back court. I mean, the back court for the Suns. They're not as defensively strong as they were maybe two years ago, right? So it's like I don't see Chris Paul keeping Russ from getting in the paint. I I, I don't really see it. I don't see Devin Booker keeping containing Norman Powell or Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. But and but then like getting getting to your point about the depth, it's just like all right. So let's go to the next tier. Who's the the each team's best three players after that, right? So for the Suns, it would be what DeAndre Ayton, and then it gets pretty, it gets pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty slim, right? <laughs> it's uh, so it's like all right, maybe Terrence Ross. Uh, am I forgetting anybody, Jake? Maybe Cameron Payne. Payne ish, Wayne Wright. I'm. I mean, that's it's nothing really like mind blowing, you know. So and then you go to ours, and it's Eric Gordon, Zoo. And whoever else we want to put in their bones, Nico, I whatever. Dance, man. And then yeah. when you go down to that, the other tier, which would be the next four players, it would be, I don't know, like for the Suns, it's players that I haven't heard of. And, and for the Clippers, <laughs> it's it's Bones. It's uh, Mason Plumley. Like these play, like obviously we're now getting to territories where Tide's not going to play anybody past nine, but like it's Rocco. It's maybe Marcus Morris, right? It's mm-hmm. so like I do think we're a lot deeper, and I do think like the Suns are top heavy. Top heavy is enough to help help you win a cha- help you win a series, right? But that top heavy team, like if we if we compare them to like Kawhi played fifty something games this year, both Devin Booker and Kevin Durant played fifty something games this year, so it's not like they're a healthier team than us either. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 I do think t- on top of the pyramid, 
it's not as even as we think it is or it's not as even per se but it's like once we get deeper into the games as long as we could we we keep terrence ross from going off on us or we 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 keep deandre Ayton from like absolutely owning the paint i i really don't think the suns are that much more of an extreme team like they've had kevin durant since february and they're still four seed like it's (laughs) like i understand he's missing time but they 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 had an opportunity to get the third the, the third seed if they wanted to if i could interject i think uh one X factor that we're forgetting about is honestly the coaching. Because we've seen a lot of questionable coaching from Ty Lu. And now the question is, can Ty Lu be the playoff, the guy who basically made all the adjustments needed to get us past the Jazz, to get us to force game six with the Suns? Can that be the Ty Lu that shows up? Or is this guy going to be like, going to be the guy like Doc Rivers who rides with Marcus Morris for way too long as he did with Montrez Harrell, you know, their first mm-hmm. series against the well, against the against the Nuggets, are that's that's going to be questions, right? If Ty Lue can step out of that and not be that that coach and actually trust some young talent if needed, I think we have a good shot. But you know, we don't know. And you're right. I think he's the biggest factor, honestly. Paul and George, he- we can't really we can't really focus on because right now he's injured. We can't we can't make an assessment on that. So right now, it's just to me, it's Ty Lue. And and this team has been able to find the players to like kind of like make up for the offensive slack of having Paul George out, Bones Highland and Eric Gordon. Like not everyone shows up every night, but at least a combination of Norm Bones and Eric has been able to make up the offensive weight of the team. On the defensive end, it's been a struggle. I think that's why we've seen a lot of like one thirty to one twenty two games, stuff like that. Uh, but you're right about Ty, but this, the playoffs haven't started yet. So I'm going to go in with a fresh mindset. <laughs> and he, like he said in the interview, uh, that he had, he's like, you know, he likes his chances in the playoffs. And another thing of optimism that I'm going to go off of is Marcus has probably been able to come back for the final two ish games or so, two to three games of the season. And he hasn't played them. And you would think to try to get Marcus Morris's like legs under him and get him into an offensive rhythm, he would have tried to play Marcus in those games, and he didn't. The season was on the line, and he didn't. So I do think I wouldn't even be surprised if Morris is getting DMPs in the playoffs. I'm actually expecting it. Now, who we'll see what happens in game one. But, yeah. Jake? Uh, I mean, I... I... It's hard for me to say if Morris would get DMPs, you know, like I don't want to say he's played his last game as a Clipper, but like it really sure does seem like that. Um, even though his reasons were medical, I think it was like COVID and then back spasms, right? Something like that. So I, I don't know if like, I mean, if they're given a real medical reason, then why would it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would? Yeah, it's, it so, seemed it seemed like a, an excuse. But it's yeah. but they they usually go back to their old ways after the excuse and for whatever reason they didn't go back. I think they realized the season was on the line. Personally, I think you know, like Jesse said too, like we don't know if PG's coming back, right? So there's no clear idea. We have to focus on the team ahead of us. And and you make great points. Like the the quality of player kind of drops for the Suns after their sixth guy. I think we got a real chance, bro. 
maybe yeah. like we don't have PG, maybe don't we don't win the series, but I think it's way more than what people are giving us credit for. Like ESPN came out and said we have no chance. You know, to, yeah. to I think go out there and say that to say we have no chance like that. Um, it should be a little because it's funny. The media makes it seem like Ty Lue is this perfect coach that can never do no wrong, but then they don't want to give us one game. They don't want to give a chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. like every fourteen analysts uh, picked us to lose this game. Right, right, and like not one gave us like some of them gave us up to game six, some of them gave us up, gave us up to game seven, but they figured if if you're telling me our Clipper team got the Suns to game seven and you can't even in your heart make it a toss up at that point, mm-hmm. like I might take Kawhi in a game seven more than I take Durant in game seven. I'm like, absolutely taking mm-hmm. Kawhi in a game seven over Durant. Like right. it's not. We have the best player in the series, and I know that's a hot take, super mm-hmm. hot take. But like, I, I've been kind of on this. I mean, I'm sure you go back to the forum. I said like it's pretty incredible how far, like KD. I mean, uh, Kawhi has like come along with his recovery. Like, yeah, absolutely, it's it's super impressive. It's I've never seen it before on an athlete like of his that to come back like his level. Everybody knows. Like, I'm not even like. Big, big on Kawhi like that. I just think we have the guy, and when you have the guy on the team, you got a chance. You always got a chance. And in, in overall NBA circles, everyone's going to disagree with me on this, but it, we're a Clippers pod, so we're catering to Clipper fans. So I'm gonna, I'm just going to go out there and say it. We have the best wing in the series, which is Kawhi. Mm-hmm. We have possibly, if you just count the last month, we had the best point guard in the series. Hell, and you can make the argument we have the best backup point guard in the series because I would take Bones over Cameron Payne right now. Yeah, me too. And then you can make the case Zoo and DeAndre DeAndre are pretty equal, or you, you'd rather have Zoo in some circumstances than you'd rather have DeAndre in others. Absolutely. So it, it's actually not that uneven. It's just I think Devin Booker is the is the X factor in terms of like, all right, we don't really have a player that matches up for them. We don't really have a defensive guard that could guard Devin Booker, and we don't really have a player that could keep up with him offensively. That being said, Eric Gordon, Norman Powell, whoever's night it is, you ride with them, and then I think they can. Like they might not yeah. score as much as Devin Booker, but they might make up enough points like I, I i and also like i think our bench if as long as our bench is outscoring them by double digits all series i think i think we have a chance i really think we got a chance bro i don't I, maybe i'm just being a homer like you know i'm blinded by the clipper shades type stuff and but for some reason like i just think we got a shot we, we got a shot even without pg we we go in there and we put the game on the back of someone that lets the game come to them. You know, Kawhi doesn't get sped up like that. You know, the mm-hmm. game comes to him. He takes the shots that he knows he's going to make. He doesn't rush into jumpers unless they're, what is it, like pull-up threes? You know how he'd be taking yeah. 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 <laughs> the dude to me is, I mean, we are we are in the money. Like, I don't want to say we're, we're, we're ass or we're mid or whatever. We're in the money. Yeah. I, I... yeah oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Jesse. No, Jesse, yours, your take was going to be better than mine. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Um, it I agree with everything you guys are saying. Absolutely, I think it comes down to again 
we are going into this into the series. It's not like we're completely in shambles. Westbrook has turned it around. What is he averaging? 15 points. I think he's shooting 38% from the three. I think he's like, I think he's in the high 30s No, for, you know, overall field goal percentage. I think mm-hmm. I saw since, since uh, for this month, Norm Powell <laughs> is playing phenomenally, phenomenally, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> phenomenal. It's so phenomenal. And I, I honestly think, I I don't know if it was Jake, but I think Norman Powell's going to be that. Next to Ty Lue will probably be the guy that we're looking at. Can you answer the gaping offense that we need to keep up with Booker? And I, I think I think you can. I think it's going to probably, especially based on how we like to play the games, I, I, I think it's going to be like Eric Gordon is going to get the task of, you know, having a lot of range, staying about five feet behind the three-point line, and being able to make his open shots. And I think Eric Gordon and Nick Batum, it's gonna we're gonna rely heavily on the heavily on them to keep up with the Suns at least in the first quarter. And then throughout the game, it's gonna be on like players like Bones and Norm and you know Kawhi to kind of warm up by the second half and stuff like that. And then basically it's probably going to be Nico in the fourth. I don't think Ty is going to trust Rocco, but maybe that's a trick he has up his sleeve. I've been saying it for months. You know, I could be dead wrong about that. And I, I most likely am dead wrong about it, but we'll, we'll see, you know, uh, like it's going to like, we're going to be down by 35 in the third. I'm like, see, Rocco's in. See, it's a trick up his sleeve. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not too sure if you saw, but they're like showing the, the tweet about like the sun, the Clippers getting the Suns jersey for replicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was a, there's a, there's a comment that says, "Uh, give thirty five of Morris." <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro, let me say something about that, bro. I don't know why the media be leaking that stuff, bro. Yeah, like, like, uh, to me, that mm, it's a little too extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, the media shouldn't. I don't know. It's not. I'm not feeling it. No, you're right. I, I when I first saw it, I was like, I feel like people are gonna look at this. As like this huge like, uh, see the Clippers are gonna go in there with this chip on their shoulder, and but it's like every team does this. Every playoff team has like you know replica jerseys or you know players playing as a certain player, so they get used to. Like Brandon Boston Jr. is gonna be replicating Kevin Durant in practice. Obviously, Kevin Durant's a lot better than <laughs> Brandon Boston Jr., but he he. Based on his play style, they're going to try to see, like, what his, like, you know, like, the way he plays, the team's going to play offense and where he's going to pick his spots and stuff like that. And, yeah, it's just like, but every team does this. I don't know. And the funny thing is what's the most frustrating part is I feel like it's the Clippers media that leaked it. It's not even, like, uh, national media being like, hey, see, look at these Clippers. Like, I don't know. Like, when you have a, when you have a billion a billion dollar owner of course you can make some replica jerseys for practice (laughs) with names on the back and stuff like i don't know yeah i i kind of got that like in bad taste a little bit i was like bro why even leak that like because it just people already make fun of the team as it is so they're just adding fuel to the fire you know what i'm saying um but overall bro we we hear like everybody what when i've enjoyed when i've been saying enjoy the season enjoy the playoffs bro we're here enjoy them like be a fan you know what i'm saying this is the time to be a fan i get it that the odds are stacked against us but 
be a fan of the moment. Like I'm here being a fan. I know they got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and you know Chris Piss three and all that stuff. I don't care. Yeah, like, like and yeah. out. If you guys want to make predictions, I but I, I'm I, I'm gonna uh step on my soapbox and say like I'm not gonna make any predictions about the Clippers in the playoffs. I am not going to manifest. I'm not gonna put anything out there. I just want, like you said, I'm just going to enjoy them. Like I'm not naive. I know the odds are stacked against us with Paul George out. I understand we're playing against Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and the Suns, who have been like eleven and zero or so in every game Kevin Durant's played in or whatever. I don't. I think that's a stat. I don't know. I'm not naive, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to get super superstitious. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to switch the sitting in different spots in my apartment. And I'm going to I'm going to switch I'm going to switch between broadcasts to see if that switches things up. Like I'm going to I'm going to go about it as a fan. And when we do our podcast, it's probably going to be a very either emotional, devastating one when we lose, and it's going to be a really hyped one when we win. It's mm-hmm. I we, we want to get into the the plus or minuses, and we want to get into the the per thirty sixes and stuff in the season. That makes sense. But like this is game for game, and players show up cold. Some players show up hot. It's really unpredictable. Yes, sir. So, like, Nick Batum could show up and be 0 for 10 from 3, but then Bones goes 10 for 10 from 3, and we're like, oh, see, we're fine. You know, maybe, and then we could get into why this team is and why we're the sixth or the fifth seed, why we're the fifth seed. The season's over. It's done. Let's just watch the playoffs. And if it works out, it works out. If not... Think you know what they gave us a ton of offseason content for us to go over. <laughs> you know, right. like, to be fair, bro. Like after the season that we've had, like I don't even know if we deserve to be the fifth seed. Like you know, honestly, like, but well, we're here. We actually mm-hmm. secured a top five finish, and what a couple games away from home, like a, a version of home court. So yeah. I'm. I'm I'm taking it for what it is and let's just let's finish it off. Hopefully we can have a great ending to the season. I mean, the po- the postseason is a new season on its own. Right. So and, and if you think about it, if we were a higher seed, which I guess we would all prefer, Paul George would probably be coming back for a road game. But since we're a lower seed, if Paul George is gonna come back, he's gonna come back for a for a home game, most likely. And that's probably best for his recovery and to be able to not have to travel to play and stuff like that. So, like in a way, I, it it kind of sucks how the season went, but it it, it might have played out maybe in our favor. But like I said, I could we could be doing this pod next week and the series is over <laughs> for the Clippers. You know, the Clippers are gonna go four zero. But <laughs> but uh, yeah. Jesse, you got any more thoughts? Um, no, I, I think everyone had it on now. Just enjoy the ride. I, I think you said it perfectly. It the outcome is the outcome, right? This is a this is completely new. We're we're no longer in the regular season. Let's enjoy it. Let's see. Let's see what this team can do. Yeah, we we were predicted to win a championship, and and, and I would say by Christmas we all realized we weren't that team. So, and then when Paul George got hurt, it's house money. And I think like as Clipper fans, we're getting a little annoyed with and frustrated. And maybe we feel like this team might've hit a wall because I feel like we're now getting in positions for the last three post seasons where it's quote unquote house money. You know, it's like eight quiet tears ACL. It's house money. You know, Paul George 
gets COVID, it's house money, you know, and then this year Paul George gets hurt, it's house money. Like I, I think we're we're as fans getting tired of it, but it's true. Like it's if if we can make some noise in this playoff round against a team that everyone picked to win a championship at the trade deadline, and we're doing it with a with a bunch of guys with expiring contracts and uh, a point guard that <clears throat> got ran out of at the Lakerland and is now being successful with us, like hell yeah, you know. And then you you have the other narrative with Russell and KD. Like this is this is if you're even if you're not a Clipper fan or Suns fan, this is gonna be a fun series to watch. I feel like. And we've seen Clipper teams, um, we've seen Clipper teams, you know, at times show up and not be ready to play. And it's like 30 and they're down by 30 and then Kawhi doesn't play the second half. And then we've seen some Clipper teams go out and surprise some teams. Like they went 4-0 to finish the season off so they could be the uh, the fifth seed. You know, that's, that's impressive. And we had to beat this Lakers team who right now it's 95-95 with under two minutes to go. I can and I could tell when I was like making my point. You guys are both like watching the game. No, this is cinema right here. We got we get <laughs> this is this, this is art. This All right, let's see. All right, Anthony Towns. Brick. Wow, yeah. Ooh, this is cinema right here. Right. I'm a little delayed on on mine, so oh, okay. I just saw a bad pass right now. Oh uh, well, I've seen a few in the last few minutes, so I don't know where you're at in the game. I I saw LeBron James uh, make a jump shot and he missed, <laughs> and then. Uh oh, right. I'm getting to it right now. Okay, but back to the point though. You know, let's just let's just. I think you know we should really. First of all, we gotta we gotta finish with predictions on the series. At the end of this, I know we're we're fans here, but like we gotta go with a prediction because I got a hot take, and I'll just go with mine first. I think the Clippers win in seven. I think we get them in seven. We're one of the best road teams in the NBA. Well, in the West, really, um, which is pretty much a 500 team on the road. Um, I can really see us take take from them. You know, take 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 a game or two. Well, obviously we'd have to take three, right? Yeah. Uh, I could really see a back and forth series, and I think honestly, if it gets down to a seven, and like in any any type of scenario where we got to play with, and they got to play with that type of pressure, I think we're in good shape. Considering that you know all the stakes are on top of them, like yeah, we're, we're we're just here. You know what I'm saying? We're we're playing like you said, house money. It, it, I, that's what I think. Yeah, and to be honest, the way this whole scenario has like worked out too is, I think Ty Lue, instead of allowing, we'll see. You know, I could like I said, like keep receipts on this podcast because I feel like it's not going to date well. Um, I could see Ty Lue being like, all right, we're the fifth seed. We're without Paul George. Instead of allowing him to kind of see how the series goes like he did the last time they were in the playoffs, I think he might be like, you know, I'm just going to go after the Suns and make them have to adjust to us this time around. And I think we're going to see a lot of, like, especially in game one or two, like, in my opinion, Bones Highland proved that he's a playoff player. Like, hopefully Ty feels that way, too. Now, I don't know. I, I've been mentioning Bones a lot in the last two podcasts because I'm extremely high on him. Like, I do think, like, if we can't get Russ next year and stuff like that, I think Bones has a chance to be the starting point guard because he's everything that I think Kawhi and Paul George like. That's a topic for the offseason. But I think in this series, like, Bones, Norm, the second unit 
has an opportunity to really force the Phoenix Suns to have to play Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Bain 40-plus minutes a night. Like, I think the part that's, like, misunderstood here is that, like, just like we have to guard them, we have the bodies to throw at them. Hopefully, yeah. Tyloo uses them. You know, that's one thing. Tyloo right. But if it comes to, down to a couple games where the stars have to play heavy minutes, you're relying on Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul to guard us. Yeah. And I think that has to be looked at also on their side. Like, Chris Paul not no defender no more. You know what I'm saying? And Kevin Durant hasn't played defense in a couple years. I mean, granted, you know, it's not the same KD, but it's it's like that now, you know? No, I agree. And, yeah, and like you said, this this Minnesota Lakers game is cinema right now. <laughs> but uh, uh, I agree with you. Like, I honestly don't even think their starting unit could guard our second unit in the, in the backcourt right now. I I would choose, like, obviously I don't see Bones and Norm stopping Booker and Paul. I don't see them stopping them in any means. But I don't see Paul... <laughs> or Booker stopping Norm and, and uh and Bones. And I think Norm the the best part of this, which I think is like because I think me we've all debated like do we really need Eric Gordon and Norman Powell? And there's moments where I feel like there's an oversaturation of having both. But I do think for the playoffs it's perfect to have one guy who has a really decent amount of range and there's and one guy who's gonna foul bait the entire game and i really do think that changes the dynamics and you could really fit players in move them in and out and see which ones are 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 really keeping booker and paul on their toes and i, mean, I and, and I, both. yeah like you said it's rotational you know whatever's working and i think our guys are gonna be fresher like i i do i do think like like we do have old, we are an old team, but so are the Suns. Like they're young, their young studs are Booker and DeAndre Ayton, and DeAndre Ayton's going to take himself out of the games at some point. Like we have Zoo, but we also have Plumlee this time around too. And I'm not saying Plumlee's perfect, but like he could at least, you know, not get absolutely beat on the boards as much as we had we dealt with last time around when we played them. And then on top of it, if Ty wants to play Roko, I really do think that becomes a matchup issue. And Roko's been white hot from three the, the for basically the last month of the season. He's he shot up like forty eight percent or something like that. I don't know if it's changed or so since then. But this team has the pieces to make things really difficult. Kind of like how when we played the Mavericks, right? It was just Luca and a bunch of role players, and it was extremely frustrating for us. I, I really do think it's going to be a similar thing for us. Oh, no, I must agree. I mean, I agree. So, I was I was looking into our Zoom. What happened? Did Anthony Davis fell? Uh, Kyle Anderson. I think they just called over and back. Let me let's see it real quick. Oh uh, yeah, it looks like it's over and back, <laughs> bro, bro. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> he just like he just bully balled it like underneath his leg. Like he just lagged. Like he just lagged. Man, man. All right, here we go, man. We get a cinema on this one. Right, Lakers, Lakers had the ball. Did it go 20, into OT or is it still there? Twenty-one point seven seconds left. 
Oh, they call the team timeout. You know what it is. Let, let, let's get a hot take too, man. Let's get a hot take. Right. On, on these Lakers, I got a hot take for everybody listening on here. Right. I, I really don't know if they could survive Memphis if they end up winning this game. I mean, just like the pace of the game that we're watching right now. Um, you know, I've never been one to believe a lot, like, in pace. Like, if we were to play Sacramento, I'm still of the belief that, like, we have the best player on the floor. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have a little – we we can take that series. But, like, you know, in this instance, AD or LeBron, I guess, would be the best player on the floor over Ja. Arguably, but probably. You know, arguably, like, you could – I think people would, would debate that, right? So – um, but the speed that the Grizzlies play with compared to like how the Lakers are playing right now, I mean, that's something that's real. And the thing is the Lakers can't play as inside and out as they do. They are really dependent on playing physical and hopefully getting a whistle. Whereas yeah. the Grizzlies, they play in and out like Bane and Jones and everyone trying to get like the Grizzlies are actually a very good outside shooting team. John Morant's just not. So I think people have this idea that they're not, but they're a pretty good outside shooting team. And they have, and they have Lukey. Who's oh, man. Luke, man. Uh, shout out the players misused, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This whole season has just culminated to this. And like, we shouldn't even have traded Luke, but we did, you know, like, I don't know. And you know what might have been the right move? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a, LeBron's going to the hole. He passed it out oh, for Dennis Schroeder. Good pass. Ooh. Dennis Schroeder made a three. I would have never, I would have never, um, I would have never set that one up if I was a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think out of everybody on that court right now, I don't think I would have had him shoot that three. The pass, but, man. You know, LeBron being the willing passer, he'd want to go to the rim. All right. Good pass. Good pass. Good pass. Okay. So, uh, we'll see what the Timberwolves do. Timberwolves, I feel like we're in control for basically three quarters of this game, and then in the fourth quarter, just you know, Cat got his like Cat got in some foul trouble, and it is what it is. Yeah, that definitely happened for sure. One second left. I mean, all they got, all they can do is pull, pull up on it. Yeah, we'll finish this game out on the pod, but uh, I feel like we're forgetting something to mention about the playoffs uh, coming up, or at least the first round. It's here, man. It's here. There's nothing much more to say. Every other podcast is going to break down the X's and O's. Oh, we just single coverage Durant because we got a single <laughs> cover Booker and Rush should hunt. We should go look for the switches on Chris Paul and hunt CP3. We hear it all already. Mm-hmm. It's time for these guys to get out there and play. It's time. I, I don't think um, any other podcast is going through a pyramid scheme uh, talent thing that I went through. You know, I, I was basically <laughs> like, hey, uh, our good player and our, their good player is the same. And then our point, you know, like, <laughs> I, I basically. Just, uh, just, I, that's all it is, man. I basically 2K'd our, 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 pl- our player evaluations. All right, we're going to watch Minnesota. Uh, pass the ball in with 1.4 seconds to go. I'm assuming they're trying to get cat. Oh uh, my god! Oh, oh, they missed, oh, that. missed that. Yeah, I was like, no. Was he fouled? Oh, eight, 80 fouled him. No way. No. Oh, and no. it's Mike Conley. Oh wow. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, what the hell? 
All right, so we might not finish this game because this might get This this yeah, happened last time. Me and Jesse tried to do this for the NBA Rivals one. We were watching a game and it just kept on going to OT. And wow. it was like we ran out of things to say. I barely got there right now. Holy shit. Why would AD do gonna this make shit? him though? Is he gonna make him though? Is yeah. he gonna make, is he gonna make Season, him? Season's on the line right here. Dude, my colleague's a vet. How do you fall for that? Sorry. <laughs> like you know what? He caught that so off balance too. Just let him shoot exactly. it. Exactly. Like if he makes it, it goes OT. If he misses, then you 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 play Memphis, right? Like, I don't even get near him at that point. All right, so he shoots the first one. Barely goes oh in. Oh, my God. <laughs> what in the world? Is... It went in? Ohio State. Ohio State, my God. It hit the front of the rim. Nah, he's going to miss. He should. T- 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 tap the... F- <laughs> made the second one. Oh, my God. Nerves of steel. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. This, the, you know, this is why Minnesota got a vet like him, though. This is exactly honestly right now. All of it is paying off. All of it is paying off. And he made all three. Oh my god! All right. Uh, so before you know, we're not gonna be able to finish this game on the pod, but um, you wanted predictions, Jake. And like I said, I'm not going to pick with an NBA brain. Clippers and six. Okay. I I, th- I I I think we're gonna go one and one in Phoenix. Get Paul George back, and then we're just going to be in control of the series after that. I think I think that's why we pod together because I was thinking the Clippers are gonna come in there and punch the Suns in the mouth, and they're mm-hmm. not gonna realize it. And we take that game. We take the first game, and then from there on, it's just back and forth. And I, I think six. I Clippers and six. I sure. I think I think if the Clippers. This this is the best part, and I don't I don't I'm not gonna take any shots at anybody right now, but I'm just gonna say this, and this is just something that popped in my head right now. Kawhi is so cold blooded that he's not gonna let the moment get too big for him. I feel like, whereas if the pressure then falls on Booker and Durant and Paul, a bunch all these guys who couldn't get it done last year who have a history of not getting it done and if they do have a history of getting it done it's because you had steph curry and clay thompson on your team i'm going to say this right now if the clippers punch first and the pressure falls on the suns i like Kawhi a lot more than i like anyone on the suns and to be honest possibly not having paul george out there either may <laughs> help Kawhi's chances of just staying cold-blooded and getting through the series uh, Jake, give me the Clippers in seven. Clippers in seven. Uh, like you said, Jesse said we're gonna punch them in the mouth and we're gonna steal a game in Phoenix. And I keep saying and, but we are going to win this series. And even look, even if like you said, by next Sunday we're like, oh, we're down to 3 and it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't help me but be optimistic and team. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm 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 just I'm just fanning out. So it is what it is. We we all know the negatives, the pessimistic takes, and 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 the skepticism that we could have about the Clippers at this point in our fandom and this season. We all know what that can be, but why not? When we're zero and zero in the playoffs, why not we just go on go out on a high and just be like, you know, Clippers are going to take the series. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, we're a Clippers podcast. No one's going to get mad at us for choosing the Clippers, you know? So 
And you know what? What's going to happen? We're going to play the Nuggets, and we're going to beat them in six. And then we'll play whoever comes from the other side of the bracket. And uh, and then we'll play one of those East teams, maybe the Bucks. I don't know. Give, give me look. I need the redemption tour. Give me the Suns. Give me the Nuggets, and then give me whoever the hell after. I need them all. And we then and then the cherry on top, Doc Rivers in the in the seventy sixes oh, in the final. Please, I'll, I'll fade to oblivion. <laughs> 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 I'll pass into the nether realm. Just line that up, please. To, if I ever got the opportunity to smoke a doc pack, I would be <laughs> <laughs> ascended into this world, you know? Right. Uh, well, that was the early clips for him. Uh, my name's uh, Brian Andrew. Jesse joined us back from Seattle. Jake, NBA uh, Winter League Gray Division champion. Um, yeah. yep. uh, you can find our podcast where you find your podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Uh, you can find us on Patreon. We're going to do a lot of NBA Rivals Forums episodes, I think, during the playoffs, especially if the Clippers playoff scenario doesn't go as well, go as planned. Then I think me and Jesse are going to have a lot of time on our hands to talk about the other <laughs> NBA teams. Um, but it's $3 on Patreon to join that. Uh, link will be on any of your podcast feeds. And uh, Jake, what do you got going on? Man, something special very, very, very soon. I mean... You guys just stay tuned. Maybe we get an announcement next week, but I'm excited. I'm excited to put it out to y'all, and I can't wait for Sunday, man. Let's go. You know what? That's exactly why we had to get the Jake Barnes bump on this episode right before the playoffs, right before man, you got something yeah. big coming. It's, it's going to be, bro, I'm telling y'all, it's going to be special. And um, let me know what you guys think. Everybody, drop replies to every every one of us. You know, let us know what what you think is going to happen this playoffs. It's going to be insane. Clippers are going to go sixteen and zero in the playoffs and win the championship. I welcome that. You know, market. Write it down now. I welcome that all day. All right, Jesse. Anything? <laughs> oh, good. I, I thought I was muted. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like looking for the mute button. <laughs> like I can just see like the lost look in your eyes. <laughs> and everybody who's been on this Clippers season, it's had ups and ups and downs. I would say it's mainly been downs, but it's everyone who's been on this ride with us, who's listened to every episode or has listened to as many as you can. We appreciate it because you could be doing anything with your time. For example, finishing this Lakers game but you're spending it with us. We appreciate it. We're out. Peace. Hey. Hey.